So I like telling people you can be happy at more than one weight because they could be feeling great and performing really well and not be at that number. And I don't want them to feel like that's some kind of a failure or you're not there yet because the number doesn't match. You know, it's just a, it's yeah. just a number. One, two, funny is that sometimes there's a double voice like when we clicked on alexa last week or whatever it was like two voices it was very strange but here we are so yeah right back to normal hey everybody welcome to the i already messed it up (laughs) 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 who am i where are we (laughs) god Mm. we didn't want this to be formal right yeah right Oh my god. Just right. We're just fine. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hey everyone. Welcome back to the Inside Wag Podcast. Um, I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. And today we have on Coach Amy Locati, who resides in Walla Walla, Washington. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Walla it's a fun Walla, one to Washington. say. <laughs> the two things that I, I did some research, and the two things that Walla Walla, Washington is known for is, number one, sweet onions. Yeah. Correct? Mm. That's correct. And number two is Destination CrossFit. <laughs> is that true? CrossFit Destination? Did I get it wrong? Nope. Destination CrossFit. Destination CrossFit? Okay. I think now it's going by Destination Community Fitness, but same same uh-huh. acronym. Okay. Yes. Got it. DCF. Yeah. Yeah. Those are got a shirt on. Pretty big here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are the, that's it. People come yeah, to Walla Walla, Washington for that CrossFit gym and or the sweet onions. Right. 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 Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Amy, thanks so much for coming on today. Um, we're very, very excited to talk to you and get to know you a little bit better. Um, so, with, I just kind of, fumbled into that first question uh the first question for you today is where are you from and who do you live with yeah so i was born and raised in walla walla um so obviously i'm still here oh wow so it's a big city it's not that big i'm not actually sure what our population is now but it was like thirty-five thousand or forty thousand when i was growing up um i don't think it's changed too much we've got some some more people here coming in from the wine industry, but um, yeah, it's a small town, lots of agriculture. The mountains aren't too far away. Cool. 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 And you, you have husband. I do my husband, John. Um, and then we have a cat named Sam. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> will, we small see, family. will we see, will we see Sam today on the, on the podcast? It's possible. Sometimes he'll <laughs> come up and, he, he likes to meow and get my attention if I'm not focused on him. So yeah, I can, <laughs> he's old I, and needy. <laughs> I have an old and needy cat as well. I yeah. just had to give her food so she would leave me alone for this. Yeah. But she still might come down and visit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry about that. I'm just getting this over here. So, um, so we know that you're in Walla Walla and you are co-founder of your CrossFit gym, correct? Correct. DCF. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so how did you get into nutrition and fitness? Um, and ultimately how did that lead you to finding WAG as a client 
Yeah. So there was a pretty big gap of like any kind of nutrition or activity between high school and like, I don't know, probably 2012, which is when I found CrossFit. Um, one of my good friends, Nikki said, Hey, there's this new thing called CrossFit that just opened, you know, we just opened a box in Walla Walla. Do you want to go check it out? So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, it was in an old, uh, dairy warehouse. So huge, freezing cold, very like, you know, garage gym kind of place. And then our coach was a, um, army ranger. So (laughs) that was my first like introduction. My first workout was Angie, which is the benchmark with all the hundreds. And, uh, so it was, uh, it didn't scare me away though. It was, I definitely like fell in love with it there, but that's kind of where I got started with CrossFit. And then, um, with Nikki and a couple other friends, we opened our CrossFit gym after that one closed in 2016. And then I kind of stayed on board there as an owner until 2020. And now uh, Nikki owns it, but I still coach there. And so when we opened the gym, I was kind of looking for other ways to like, I don't know, just improve my own performance. And of course, I'm watching the CrossFit games every year. And I think Katrin David's daughter had done a post because uh, she was working with WAG at the time. And I was like, ooh, that's what I that's what I'm going to go do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to oh, go wow. see what it can do for me. So, uh, yeah, um, Alexa was my coach, still is. And awesome. I just fell in love with it. I didn't know anything about nutrition, really. I just the, you know, the guides of paleo or whatever that kind yeah. of CrossFit talks about when you come in. But um yeah, it really changed my life. And it wasn't just about nutrition, but about like hydration and sleep and stress. And so I, I just learned like the whole picture basically. And then we opened the gym ourselves. I just saw an area where I could maybe start to help people. And I didn't expect it to turn into like getting a job with WAG at all. Um, but it did, it was kind of like my dream job. And I didn't even think about shifting careers, but it just sort of fell in my lap and I went for it. That's awesome. That that was going to be another question was, what did you do before yeah. you um, started nutrition coaching? So it's, it's completely different. <laughs> um, <laughs> for most of us, it, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I worked in the wine industry uh, oh, right for 15 years, but the last 13 years I worked at one winery in Walla Walla in particular. And um, I had all kinds of jobs there, but uh, ended as the hospitality manager and so yeah, big, big shift from like pouring wine and, you know, event planning and stuff like that to like nutrition and CrossFit. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So that, that area you said, you mentioned it kind of in the intro, it's, there's a lot of wineries. It's kind of like yeah. known, known for that. Definitely. It definitely um, bloomed. I mean, it's been a while now, probably 20 years um, where it's been like a big, a big industry here, but Yeah. The land is really great for growing all kinds of agriculture. Obviously, we've got the onions, lots of wheat. Um, there's apples and some orchards, but the vineyards really took off and the wine industry um, just started to get more notoriety and attention, you know, wine ratings and a lot of people like magazines coming to visit. And so sure. that's brought a lot of like restaurants. So, yeah, it's kind of a fun little town now. It cool. wasn't this exciting growing up. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's co- there's a college there, too, isn't there? We've got a couple colleges. Whitman College is one. Um, we've got a community college, of course. And then there's Walla Walla University, which is technically in, in College Place, Washington. But it's like, it's right here. Yeah. Got it. Cool, cool. 
I'm, um, trying to, I'm looking it up on a map. I want to know exactly oh, yeah. where Walla Walla <laughs> is on the state, you know? Yeah, it's, like... it's in the southeast corner. So we're really close oh, to yeah. both Oregon and Idaho. Yeah. On the way other side of Seattle. So, <laughs> yeah. So you're near yeah. that big uh, national forest out there. And yep. like, yeah. Okay. You're in a really yeah. cool part of this state for sure. So that's it Chris, is. Chris's jam. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And There's that's nothing. so, yeah. And that's uh yeah kind of one thing I wanted since we're on the topic I wanted to ask you about like yeah how did um how did you get into or how did your passion for being outdoors and hiking and in backpacking and adventuring uh because obviously you and your husband get out and do that mm-hmm. quite a bit and it seems like every vacation that I've seen you take that's what you go to do you go to explore and see new maybe newer familiar places or places that you love so like yeah how did you get into that like how did that world flourish for you it's so funny. We always like growing up, my family would always go up to Wallowa Lake, which is in the Wallowa Whitman National Forest. Yep. That's only about two hours away from here. Um, so we would go up there and camp every summer and like go up for my birthday in June. So that was always kind of there. But we didn't really get into hiking and backpacking until COVID hit. And it was like, oh, wow. That's I know, surprising. it sounds so weird. Yeah. Because I love it so much now. I'm like, why didn't I start sooner? But I just didn't. I don't know. I just didn't. So yep. yeah. <laughs> COVID was like, okay, our gyms are closed. And I was also dealing with a bunch of injuries at that time, like some overuse injuries, just from a multitude of things, stress, whatever. Um, and so I wasn't working out much anyways. So I kind of had to look for other outlets and I was like, what can I do? And hiking just kind of came about and snowshoeing. And so that's kind of where it started, like 2019, 2020, um, Cause I always liked the outdoors. We just never like made efforts to go and do bigger things and hikes and backpacking. So I, like after my first day hike up there, we just fell in love with it. And I was like, I want to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to buy all the gear from REI. And, yeah. like, <laughs> Get fully equipped and prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all this money. And like, you know, you get excited about something and you just start buying all yep. the stuff for it. But yeah. So that's kind of where it started. So I, I honestly haven't been into it that long, but now I'm just like, I can't get enough of it. I want to do all these trails around here and travel mm-hmm. around. So yeah. yeah. Well, one one would not think that taking a look at your Instagram and just kind of seeing your <laughs> posts. And it's a good mixture of like nature and food and just all these great things that you're concocting and coming up with recipe wise yeah. and just showing <laughs> off all the abundance of variety in your own nutrition, uh, yeah. which is really cool to see. You do some really neat stuff. And in mm-hmm. such a... Uh, Beautifully presented way, too. <laughs> Thank like, you. Yeah, professional. Yeah, very yeah. professional. Yeah, your food picks are just... <laughs> it's funny. I have an aunt who actually was a food photographer for a living. I never knew oh. this until like last year. But I was like, oh, it's probably... It's my Italian side. But I think it's like <laughs> in my blood. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> I have it <laughs> for taking pictures of food. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I kind of along the lines of being active and being outdoors. Um, well, and Chris just touched on your Instagram account and the things that you post. There's a lot of um, there's food um, that looks awesome and looks delicious. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of outdoor pics. Um, how has your relationship with CrossFit um, changed like as the years have gone on? Oh, gosh, that's a great question. So at first it was kind of like, just to hang out with my friends. Right. And it still is a lot of that. Um, 
but I also, I got really competitive. I mean, how can you not right. <laughs> in that kind of space? <laughs> so I got really competitive. And then, um, I don't know, it's funny. It kind of came full circle. It was like, here, I'm just doing it to stay healthy and be mm-hmm. fit and like hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then it got competitive. And then it was kind of like, okay, how do I stretch this out so that I can do this forever? Because, yeah. you know, you're not young forever. So um, that's kind of how it's like, evolved and changed so i don't know that's well i think that i mean the the only reason i brought it up was because i'm getting into it um early on i mean starting in what'd you say 2012 12 yeah 12 yeah so i mean the like inception or whatever the beginning of crossfit wasn't too much before that couple years you know so you've Mm -hmm. been in the game for a long time and I find it fascinating to talk to people who got into it, at, you know, early on, mm-hmm. how how it's evolved. Because as a gym owner, and I'm sure as you see, um, people go through different phases in their lives, and it fulfills different areas of their lives at different times. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that I know that you were very competitive. Like when I first met you, I think you were still doing like pretty high level competitions and things like that. And yeah. now it's shifted more to like enhance your life outside of the gym um it's less about life being the gym and right now the the gym benefiting life outside of it so that's why i I was really curious about that yeah yeah it's definitely more like i don't know if i just like used to define my like self-worth by my performance mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, I think that's probably safe to say. Sure. And now it's like, I'm more interested in just like lifting heavy and seeing what I can do instead of like, I don't know, not impressing other people, but sort of making a, a name for myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I like that. And supporting the things that you love to do, like being out. Yeah, exactly. Like that requires a certain level of fitness, endurance, mental acuity, and just Mm -hmm. uh, mental strength uh, Mm -hmm. to get through some of these more grueling hikes and things, especially when you're getting up in elevation and all the things as you probably learning in your, you know, experience getting out there. So um, yeah, totally. You're supplementing that and it's, it allows you to do the things you love to do better. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And now I feel so much more well-rounded because I'm not just doing the one thing. I was like very focused on one thing and now I'm like focused on a lot of things. And it just, for me, it just feels better that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably a bit more freeing. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful place to be. Yeah. <laughs> what was that transition like from coming from that previous wine world to, you know, having a place to go to work and be at and a schedule yeah. to adhere to, to all of a sudden you have this freedom and autonomy to really work at your own leisure? Um, mm-hmm. as long as you're, you know, upholding the values of the WAG promise, you know, the 24 hour check-in window and response time and things like that. So like, what was that transition like going from years of doing that to, uh, at home working? Oh my gosh. Well, it was terrifying. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, I do this. Right. Yeah. Um, I working from home was like new. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Was that appealing to you? Like, was that part um, of the excitement? It was appealing. Yeah. It was definitely appealing coming up with my own schedule, but I almost didn't know what to do with myself at first because it's like, oh, I don't have to, you know, clock out for lunch and I, right. I don't have to work all my appointments around, you know, whatever. So it was a big shift, but um, 
just because it was new, it was scary at first, but then I like, I fell in love with it. I was like, wow, I can, as long as I get all my work done, I can set up my day. However I want to, I can go and work out at noon. I don't have to work out at six 30 at night anymore because it's like, you know, after the work day and right. mm. it just allowed me to structure my day, how I wanted it to go and not necessarily how maybe somebody else wanted it to go. Um, and having that freedom has just been like really nice. If I want to go and take a walk, I can go do that and then come back and work. So yeah. Yeah. I would say it was an easy transition. It was just scary at first. Cause I'm like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. This is new. <laughs> yeah. How long do you think it took you to kind of get into that groove and feel like confident in your, like your morning rituals, your routines and kind of restructuring? Cause when you start to work from home, all that structure goes out the window and mm -hmm. it has to be a self-imposed structure, routine rituals uh, to kind of keep you on top of things. Right. Definitely. So yeah. Did you feel like that happened relatively quick for you or was it a process? I think it was a process. It was probably mm -hmm. like three or four months because I know at first, um, you know, when like the check-ins kind of were lining up, I would like panic a little bit. Um, <laughs> and so I would work longer than I might normally. And then now I'm more chill. I'm like, everything's going to be fine. It's I have 24 hours. Like I don't need to clear everything yeah, all the yeah. time, but you know, that's also coming from my other job where I was like on top of emails and making sure things were cleared. So it was just kind of shifting away from like, you don't have to do that right now mm, right. <laughs> and face it out. So it took me a few months to kind of let go of that old way of thinking and, and embrace the new one. Cool. Yeah. But, yeah I love it now. It's great. Yeah. It's nice to be in that groove and just have this like sense of like, I've got it all figured out. And then you just have this, like, it's a constant evolution, right? Cause you can constantly change your schedule and things to suit new things that you're incorporating in your life or what you want to do, or if you're whatever. And so it's nice to have that freedom and autonomy uh, to do that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, and so real when, when did you officially start coaching for WAG? 2017. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. The very end of that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So in the, so the last, so five years, I mean, right. Yeah. Close, close. Five. Yeah. Um, in that time, what's one of the most, uh, proud accomplishments that you have experienced being a wag coach? Yeah, that's a tough a tough one because I can't think of like one thing that really stands out. I think, I think everyone that has been on podcast has said like two or three. So you're yeah. good. If you yeah. <laughs> share, share away. Yeah. Good. Anything, really. I think, and it's probably going to sound really broad and generic, but I think for me, um, just like making a difference in people's lives, having somebody tell me um, that they're looking at something completely differently or, that I changed their life somehow, or that they are doing things that they didn't think were going to be possible. To me, that's been like my proudest accomplishment. It's just like being that person that was the turning point maybe for something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of things like helping a client make weight and then win a meet and little things like that. But I think overall, I'm just as proud of those like CrossFit and weightlifting athletes as I am for like the mom who's finally proud, you know, to be a role model for her kids and wear a swimsuit again or something. <laughs> yeah. They all have like different levels of uh, achievement for that person, but they're varying degrees and they can still have that same impact on you as a coach of like, I made a difference in this person's life. Yeah. Um, 
because you got to share your experience going through this process as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people come in and they're like overloaded with health and fitness knowledge. And I like being that person to be like, okay, I'm going to break this down for you. You don't have to think about all of that. I'm going to tell you what to do. And it's, I think it's pretty freeing for them. Mm. Yeah. Like in a way as a coach, we're here to help them kind of like uh, clear and cut through the chaos of everything coming into them, food industry wise, you know, yeah. The filter and just saying, uh, come with me. <laughs> I'm going to show you the way, right? I'm going to lead you exactly. through all this stuff and BS that's coming your way and help you uh, find the light and find your North Star to follow kind of thing. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, what's one piece or maybe multiple pieces of advices, but kind of like what generally stands out as like a piece of advice that you love to give to your clients? Or what do you think is the most effective uh, advice that you can give your clients in your um, experience? Yeah. That varies too, but I, I mostly like to convey to people that they can be happy at more than one weight. I feel mm. like a lot of people come in with this number from high school, from college, from before kids, from whatever. A lot of people come in with a number in their mind and it's just um, not arbitrary, but maybe right. not, yeah, maybe not like where they need to be now. So I like telling people you can be happy at more than one weight because they could be feeling great and performing really well and not be at that number. And I don't want them to feel like that's some kind of a failure or you're not there yet because the number doesn't match, you know, it's just a, it's yeah. just a number. So I definitely try to like steer clients away from the numbers, but um, yeah. So when I'm giving advice, I think that's one thing I really try to focus on is let's look at all this other stuff and just get you feeling like amazing and loving your life and not worry so much about that. Yeah. Beautiful. That's awesome. That's <laughs> I, I, no no one has really talked about that yet. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a really really good point. Like yeah. you're at a different point in your life than you were five years ago when you were mm-hmm. you know at maybe fitter or maybe lighter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah, being happy with you know it's it's okay. I I I think that people, especially in this day and age, like there's you know uh, a big big like spotlight on uh accept self-acceptance and then on the other side you know body shaming and things like that and it's okay to want to lose weight it's okay to want to improve you know your yourself but the the number like like you just said the number might be more or less arbitrary yeah but if you if you get feeling good and you're active and you're eating well and things like that and you know like if you wanted if a, a just again, arbitrary number. If a woman is 145 pounds and wants to be 135 pounds and she gets to, you know, 140 and she feels amazing. Like, is that failure? Yeah. Like not at all, you know, not at all, not at all. Mm -hmm. And I think people have a hard time with that. So that's a, that's a really cool answer. Um, yeah. I haven't heard it like that before. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, I think it works. I just really have to show people sometimes it's Mm. like hey i know this isn't that number that you came in here with but you're sleeping better you're happy with what you're eating you don't feel restricted you're performing better like what's bad (laughs) you know right Right. (laughs) yeah how i mean maybe you just kind of gave us an example of that but how, how you talk to people about that but i would imagine that's a hard pill to swallow for some people or it's, yeah. it's hard to accept that. So like, 
how do you do that as a coach? Like, how do you, again, you don't need to use an example necessarily, but how do you phrase that in a way, you know, that people hear it, you know, like actually hear it? Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know if they do hear it. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> how do you try to help them? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to explain this to you in such a way. This is what I see. This is what I hear. Um, so usually I'll just bullet it out, you know, since our check-ins are, are you know mostly written. Um, I'll kind of point out, like, here's all the things you wanted to accomplish. And we've done all of that. You know, what's what's missing or what's bad about that. Um, cause I still do. I'll, I'll get people that say like, all of these things are good, but I am still not at my goal weight. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And then it is hard for me because as a coach, I'm like, I don't know what else I can do. You know, maybe their body's not meant to be at that weight anymore. Um, in most cases, like women in particular, they've gained muscle, but that's, it's hard to tra- like, it's hard to translate and think muscle you know, obviously muscle weighs something too. Um, but it's hard to convince someone that they're, you know, not just like bigger or pictures are great. I use pictures a lot. Yeah. A lot of people don't use the photo tools I've noticed. So I'll screenshot yeah. and email them pictures and they're usually like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I see yeah. what you're doing. So if I have an opportunity to do that, then I'll throw that in there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know what the client doesn't know until we reveal that to them. Like, Hey, did you know that you could see this comparison for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that was probably one of the biggest tools of motivation for me that I instinctively did when I was being coached was I would always compare my last progress photo of the month that month to my starting photo. And it was always just the checks and balances of like, yep, you might've questioned things, but like you are a okay, dude, keep going, you know, <laughs> listen to your coach. <laughs> yep. Still there. And I've come this far, so I've still got some ways to go. And it was just perspective game really it's a game it's very much yeah perspective's a great way of putting that mm. i definitely try to bring my clients perspective like hey let's get out of our head for a second and look at what's true and look, look at the facts <laughs> yeah like what what if maybe you weigh 10 pounds more than what you started but you look entirely different feel mm. different and as a result maybe have to eat more food to sustain that what a win-win yeah. exactly. <laughs> right yeah yeah, I like that. Yeah, it seems like, yeah, you're just kind of encouraging your clients to kind of stay curious. Like, definitely stay curious. Get outside of that arbitrary yeah. number, per se. Cause, yeah, a number can't necessarily bring you happiness. But what's going to happen when you stick up, step on the scale the next day after hitting that goal weight and it's not that goal weight, you know? And it's like, what are you right. going to do with that information? How are you going to mm-hmm. proceed, you know? So, yeah, yeah kind of, yeah, puts things in check for sure. For sure. Yeah. And we're always like the body's human body's always changing and evolving. So it's not, you're never going to stay in one place forever. Yeah. So nope. it's unreasonable. It's an unreasonable expectation. So yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're here to do is to set <laughs> reasonable expectations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so like, there's so much to know about you and there's so many things that you're, you know, involved in and that you've done, but uh, what's something maybe most people may not know about Amy. Well, <laughs> I've been asked this question before and I'm always like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's interesting, but, uh, that's well, not true. Yeah. That's <laughs> not <know>. true. <laughs> Since we're talking about, uh, Walla Walla and onions earlier, my dad, our family, um, farms, Walla Walla, sweet onions. Oh, sweet. so some people know that. that. 
But um, my first job was 14 years old and going out and working on the farm with my dad in the onion field every summer. Um, I drove a forklift. So wow, at 14. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. That'd yeah, be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think that surprises a lot of people, you know, here's this like little girl out in the, out in the field, running around loading trucks and doing stuff with her dad. Yeah. Long days, like 12, 14 hour days, um, which I hated at the time right. I was like covered in dirt. And, you know, every time I'd go home, it would be like a mud shower, but <sighs> yeah, it's, um, I actually looking back, I, it was one of the best things I think. I've ever done like it instilled a really good work ethic and all that but yeah that's probably something most people don't know I don't think a lot of people would look at me and think that I rolled around in the dirt and drove forklifts <laughs> onion farmer <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool well let's well, real quick what was your first job Josh oh man um my first job I was I worked at a grocery store oh Sweet. I, I lived in a small yeah. town, a, a really small town too. It was like you worked at a restaurant or Tom's, the, the grocery store. And <laughs> I actually worked at both eventually, <laughs> but the first one was the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. What about nice. you? Uh, an ice cream truck. My mom's friend's boyfriend had an ice cream truck in Sanford, Maine and would drive around Springvale, Sanford. And uh, I think it was like 10 or 11 or something at the time. He's like, come along with me. And my mom's like, maybe he could make some extra money. And do this. So it was like 10 or 11 trying to give change to like, you know, kids coming up when we were doing Springville and it was like manageable, just selling, you know, ice cream out of a truck. And then it was like, Hey, you ready to go to old, old, uh, old orchard beach. And, uh, at the time I was having problems giving change on the fly without a calculator, you know, like doing the math in my head and it, it's like the stress started to build up. So I'm like, I don't know if I can handle that man. Old orchard beach is hella crazy and busy. <laughs> that's really fast paced for me. And this is my first day. And I'm like, I don't know if this is for me. And he's like, all right, that's fine. And then he paid me for the day with a Choco Taco. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> that was my pay for a day, like four hours of work was a Choco Taco. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paid in Choco Tacos. Yeah, man. Yep. What Ten years old. You know, what else do you need? That's right. It's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, well, Amy, um, I guess before we sign off here, is is there anything else uh, you would like to share with the people that might be listening to this, if whether they're WAG clients or not, um, what's some like parting words in regards to nutrition uh, that might help someone out just listening to this? Hmm. Parting words. I don't know. Just have an open mind, I guess, and try things like experiment with yourself. Use yourself as an experiment and try a bunch of new things and just see what sticks, you know, and also just, yeah. If you're, if you think there's something you want to try, especially with a nutrition coach, like, like we do, um, do it with a coach. If you want to try a keto plan, if you want to do a whole 30 plan, like do it with a coach so you can kind of get feedback and look at it objectively and yeah, just see what sticks. Cause there's no like one thing. I don't think that's going to work for everyone. And you kind of have to be a, a self-experiment and see what ends up working for you. Mm. Yeah. Run the experiment. Look at the data, be objective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And work together as a team. Definitely. Yeah. I love that That's the way to do <laughs> it. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like, like uh, me and Chris both alluded to before, um, Amy has a really, really professional looking uh, Instagram account where she takes beautiful pictures of food and her outdoor adventures. So Amy, do you want to share your handle real quick? 
Yeah, it's just my name, Amy Licati. Super creative. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a my, mine is Coach Josh Holton. It's like I wonder yeah. what he does, and I wonder I know. what his name is. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and for everyone, that is Amy A M Y L O C A T I. So definitely go check her out. Give her a great. follow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, like if you want to get coaching and try out maybe something that you've never done before with a uh, certified coach um, like Amy or myself or Chris or anyone else that's on the team, go to workingagainstgravity.com and look at what we have to offer. And we would, uh, we'd all love to meet you and have you on board. Um, so yeah, check it out. Uh, Amy, thank you very, very much for coming on today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me. Yeah, that was a great conversation. Thank you. <laughs>